everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, the at the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. And I've got little Snuggleupagus right beside me here, Mr. Sunshine. Yes, all uh, warm and cozy on this chilly fra- uh, Florida morning. And there's Holly in the background hanging out with us. That's my African gray parrot. Uh, always has a few things to say once he sees Mama doing a podcast. It's, it's big time to talk and chat. So I was having a gander through um, an old video that I made. Uh, it's called How to Make a Junk Journal Out of an Old Book. And it has parts one, two, and three. And every once in a while, I get a kick out of looking back at that video and um, taking a look at the comments because no other video that I've made has caused so much controversy um, about taking old books and making junk journals out of them. And there are so many polarized thoughts and feelings about it. And um, uh, some people are absolutely aghast, aghast that I would take apart a book, an older book. I think that, I can't remember exactly, I want to say 1930 algebra book. Um, And uh, that I would tear it apart um, to make a new book. And um, one lady put it very well. I thought she said, um, some people don't get it, but crafters always get where you're coming from. Um, (laughs) So I thought that was an interesting way to put it because um, we love to repurpose things into something else. We take cookie boxes and cracker boxes and turn them into beautiful journals. And sometimes we take old books that are sitting around on shelves or destined to be um, sold to the book shredder. Yes, there is. And they're not evil, but they um, uh, there are there are book shredder companies out there that when books pile up and um, they get given away, donated away, eventually end up in thrift shops or libraries. And if they cannot move them, there's this person that comes along called the book shredder and this person's uh, business is actually designed to take old books and shred them for the paper pulp and they may repurpose that paper pulp into something else so I kind of well I don't I don't know if I'm a, I guess in a way I'm a book shredder um, but I'm, I think I'm a step before the book shredder because um, I like to take little snippets of the book and have it express itself in different ways. Um, let's take the cover. I mean, the cover can be reutilized uh, very easily. It's a, it's a perfectly good book cover. It can be decorated. It can be painted. It can be covered in fabric. It can be um, um, decoupaged. I mean, there's so many things you can do. Um, hello, sunshine. Just jumped in my lap. You can do um, uh, like modeling paste and build beautiful elements. Um Oh, I just thought of something fun I'd like to do on a, on a book cover. Okay, Sunny, write that down. All right, psychically read Mama's Mind and then write that down. Okay, and uh, maybe we'll do that today in today's video. What do you say? Would you like to do that? Okay, we'll do that. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, there's so many things. And, and the spines can be rebuilt. You can salvage a spine. You can keep it in place. You can um, strengthen it because sometimes older books, um, the spines are not as strong. Or maybe you re- you've removed the text block inside, the big uh, 
um, block of papers and the spine seems weakish. Um, or you can completely remove the spine and build yourself a different spine, one of the same size, one of a thicker size, because you know how we like to go chunky monkey sometimes with our junk journals. So you can make a bigger spine to, ag- to accommodate the more uh, monk of the chunk. And um, then you can also salvage the spine but, and remove it and use it and create maybe a bookmark or a page trim or a decoration for your cover. I mean, there's a million and one things you can do. It can become part of your spine dangle um, for your, your book. Um, and then we go inside the book itself and we take a cruise around. And the first thing we come across are, um, oh, another thing you can do with the book covers is you can... Um, you can make writing boards with them, which is a fun thing to do. Or you can make ring-bound journals um, without the spine. Um, so there's a lot of things you can do with an old uh, book cover. And then as we uh, travel our way into the book, we come across those beautiful front and back sheets. Um, sometimes in the older books, they're covered in marble paper. I think they're called fly leaf or fly sheets or, or something like that. There's some official name for them, I'm sure. But um, they're often of a different texture, and sometimes they're glued to the front cover, and they're a little bit separated from the main text block. Sometimes they have a second page kind of glued to the first page where it almost becomes one but not quite and often um, especially in the old books they're made of beautiful beautiful papers and this is a a, like a rich thick soft velvety felty um, uh, wonderful feeling in the hands piece of paper and I love to save those papers because they can be used for so many embellishments or um, I like to use them for uh, if I'm putting a metal book plate on the front of a journal um, to use that type of paper underneath uh, so that somebody could write on it um, what they would like to title the book uh, it's just got a fab feel what can I say it's just a, a wonderful piece of paper you can make pockets and tucks and and journal cards out of it sometimes they need to be strengthened because maybe the book is old and the paper it's a little bit fragile, but hey, you pop it on a piece of manila folder or a piece of cardstock or a piece of direct mail junk mail and, and you're good. You're golden. And, uh, uh, don't forget packaging. Packaging can be used to reinforce things too. There's lots of cardboard and chipboard and, um, you know, so check out your Amazon, uh, deliveries and your junk mail and, uh, all that stuff that you're ordering, um, or you're buying when you, you know, somehow we seem to drag stuff home. Um, you know, um, check it out for the, uh, possibilities in your packaging because, uh, you can really have a lot of fun with that. Um, so yeah, and, and this paper, um, those few front pages, they can also be weathered or aged or stained or spritzed, um, misted, um, you know, stenciled. You can do so many things with those. And uh, let's say you're making little mini journals. Wouldn't that be great paper to use for the inside of your mini journal cover? Um, you know, you can uh, cut it to size and I want to go run and make more mini journals right now. You're eating my mask. My sunshine has now got, oh, look at you twisted. Oh my goodness. Right around your, oh, hang on. We got a little, hang on. What on earth did you do? Oh my goodness. All right. Situation solved. So I am wearing a Sherpa style sweater, which had a COVID mask in its pocket. So it's at the ready and who pulled it out and got the COVID mask string tied around his little paw twice where he was trying to pull it off, but it was tightening. And, um, you know, I'm telling you life with puppies, you can't take your eyes off them. 
and you try and do your best not to leave anything on the ground, and they find something. They, f- I mean, like right out of my pocket, right out of my pocket, you little stinker bottom. What are you doing? You good thing Mama was there. I know. What would you have done? Oh, he lost a tooth yesterday. A little baby puppy tooth came out. That's right. It was a little baby molar puppy tooth. And we're so proud. And we're going to save it, of course. Yes. Should we make it into a necklace? No, that would be weird. Okay. Um, So, yeah. So then, as we travel through our our book that we are, uh, I I look at as breathing new life into, um, we've got that beautiful block of pages. I mean, look at the possibilities in there. Um, You know, I mean, so many things we can make out of those. We can make bookmarks and uh, more pockets and tucks, and we can use the text. We can tear little words from the text. We can draw on the pages, stencil on the pages, stamp on the pages. We can collage. We can decoupage. We can use those beautiful pages as background. We can cover the outsides of books, book covers in those beautiful text-written pages. We can cover the inside of covers with those text uh, pages. I love book pages so much. I did a a long series called Using Up Book Pages. If you haven't checked that out, feel free. It's in my playlist. Um, And uh, there's probably 80 or so different episodes of different things that you can do with book pages. So I've got a, um, a big basket of ideas for you. And I keep thinking of more, so I keep popping them in there. Um, as I use book pages, um, because um, if you do venture down the road of using old books, and it doesn't have to be a super old book, I mean any book, uh, a current book, a current novel, um, a current hardback book, a a book you get from the Dollar Tree, I mean it doesn't matter. Um, Paper is paper, and when you start looking at it that way, and you start um, honoring it, I would say, and uh, using it as a valuable resource, as opposed to saying, um, okay, Um, Am I valuing it as a historical resource? Well, that's another question. Um, I like to honor the old book sometimes by taking little snippets of the book and having it appear in the junk journal that I'm making from it. Um, Let's say it's a really old book and it's got a cool face page, um, like the introduction, um, the first page of the novel, or it just says maybe the edition on that page or, you know, that type of thing. And I think sometimes that's cool just to put in, sneak that into your journal. You can glue it onto a page. You can make a page, like a signature page from it, or you could fold it up and tuck it into a pocket or hide it in an envelope or um, uh, decorate it up a little bit and, and make it a special flap opening um, treat for somebody to explore. Um, kind of give somebody the essence of what the book was about. Um, that particular uh, video that I did, how to make a junk, how to make a junk journal out of an old book, um, that was an algebra book, and that flared a lot of toes in the algebra world or the math world. And some people, I think there were two people, uh, not two people, there were two sides of the fence. Some people were fine saying, you know, I'll never open another algebra book. Who are we kidding? Um, Probably a good use for the paper. Let's see if you can do something creative with it. Why not? And the other uh, part of it was, uh, or the other side was, you know, hey, there are people in other lands that have not learned algebra yet, or this land, and um, maybe somebody could use that book. Um, And that is, I guess, technically true. And there may be somebody uh, that has not learned algebra that can still learn algebra. And let's hope that's true because we want people to learn algebra. Algebra is a good thing. Um, I'm sure somewhere, right, Sunny? Right. Are you you learning your algebra? Yes? Yeah? 
No, you've been skipping class again? But what about the book? I have the algebra book. No, you don't. You, I, you, Mom, you turned it into a junk journal like you do everything. Don't, don't kid the people, Mom. All right, okay, it's a junk journal now. <laughs> um, but actually, I think the formulas are really cool and they're beautiful in their own right. And uh, I love tearing out the pages of that uh, text block and just, um, you know, using those little formulas as embellishments uh, throughout books. That's fun. I don't know. I just find that fun. <laughs> the weird things that we find fun. I love tearing the paper. I, I uh, love that feeling of tearing the paper. Um, I really, I recently learned about something called ASMR. Um, I think it's um, not automated. It's uh, anyway, basically it means you love the sound of something. You find it very relaxing, like tingling on the back of your neck, relaxing, like when you hear the sound of tearing paper or just turning the pages or, um, you know, just uh, like a sensory experience. And it's quite a big thing. And there is a segment of it in the junk journal world. And um, I'm thinking um, I might have that for tearing paper. I could tear paper all day. I could tear it and then re-glue it together in some other direction in some other form and just make something else out of it. I don't know. It's, it's grandly satisfying. You know, this it, isn't, it, it's, it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> and, um, um, so yeah, there was a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, you ever want to have a laugh or a giggle or just uh, a wrinkled nose or brow or, or, or just, you know, see what side of the fence you, you, you land on. Check out the, how to make a junk journal out of an old book, step-by-step do it yourself tutorial. And, uh, there's three parts to that one, but, um, oh, and the other thing in that is they say I yap too much. I yap too much and I don't get to the point. I, I don't know where they get that idea. That just seems ludicrous to me. Um, something about you never take a breath, ma'am. You never take a breath. You just keep going. And, uh, um, I can't argue with them. Um, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, that's kind of the way that one went. I guess that's the way a lot of them went. And either um, that's good or that's not good. It just depends on your zone. Some There's a whole other genre out there of like uh, looking at junk journals where there's no talking. It's just simply somebody opening their journal and flipping the pages. Uh, maybe there's a little background music, but it's a very zen relaxing experience where you just watch somebody flip through their journal and it, it may be a decorated journal it may be, not be a decorated journal um it is totally up to that person um but the joy in just watching somebody slowly leaf through something it's almost like you're leafing through the book yourself maybe you're sitting at um uh, you just walked into a bed and breakfast and you've gone into the living room and maybe there's this uh, journal on the table and it's meant to be explored it's meant to be looked through and uh, so you sit down and you crack open the book you've got no time pressure you're on vacation and you're just the weather's like all howly and cold outside and the fireplace is on and you're just slowly leafing through the book 
and uh, it's just a nice relaxing experience and if you don't have the opportunity to go be in that bed and breakfast with the crackly fire and the and the you know uh, the bristly weather outside then at least you can watch somebody else do it as if you were there and kind of get that experience too so I, I think that's what it is it's kind of a weird like who knew these things existed um did we know before the internet about this asmr this something like automated sensory modal response or something like that but whatever it is it's uh i guess it's more uh, prevalent now because we can we we have clusters of people who are doing it it's all over the place it's all different things but um um, yeah, like the, I think the internet has brought, um, sorry, I've got Sonny jumping up and down my lap a thousand times. He's in, he's in what I call Tasmanian devil puppy mode right now and everything must be chewed. Um, now it's my hand. <laughs> so I'm covering my hand in my big Sherpa sweater here. So you can't, you can chew my hand, but you're only chewing the sweater. So that's okay. Chew away. Chew. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's this whole other world of experiencing junk journals from a different level, a different plane. A different place who knew you know I mean sometimes we don't know these things until we find out and then we know and then we we ponder and we scratch our heads and we say what's that all about so it is kind of funny to uh, experience what that is all about I mean, I'm out not, 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 not the pinky finger please not the pinky finger okay so let's see um, uh, um, yeah, so there's so, <laughs> yeah, I'm just reading some of the comments on this, this one. It's so funny. Oh my God, you talk too much. <laughs> Somebody said, cutting the handmade fabric hurt so much. Um, oh, I, I think I took a piece of linen. It was either um, like a linen napkin or a linen um, placemat, something like that. It was some kind of, you know, doily thing. Um some kind of maybe table runner I don't know what it was but something in there that um, um, some folks were not happy that I cut up and um, I think it was a napkin and and the way I look at a napkin is um, uh, they're beautiful and a lo- the old ones I'm talking about and they're there they're beautiful when they're washed and laundered but let's remember what a napkin was used for it's a mouth wipe it's a nose blowing thing okay so it had horrific things done to it way before I came along okay can we just say that <laughs> And, uh, um, but, uh, um, I love to use old linens and old napkins and little bits and pieces. And that's actually, I mean, I'm not unique in that way. I mean, so many other junk journals dive right into that and love to take the little pretty pieces and parts and add the little bits to embellishments and clusters and, you know, decorating their pockets and maybe making little, uh, journal tag toppers and card toppers and things like that um it it just lends this old world victorian feel um or at least a vintage feel um a hearkening back in time feel maybe holding something that somebody was very personal to somebody else at some point um i remember my grandma and my grandpa had little napkins and um uh, that they would keep with them. He had one in his inside coat pocket, and Grandma had one always with her in her purse. <clears throat> and um, uh, they were cloth, and always at the ready. Um, you know, so that that was part of life. Everybody had those, and it's a um, it's like a, a denoting of a time uh, where cloth was. Um, 
you know, paper was not as um, abundant. It was expensive. It was um, cherished, um, and uh, maybe hard, you know, in in depression era times, it was harder to come by. You you used and reused everything, and nothing went to waste. And I think that's part of um, maybe that got ingrained in those of us who like to create or craft. We love to take things and repurpose them. And um, there's a great sense of joy and a great sense of satisfaction in that. And while we cannot, oh, hello, you brought little Lammy. Yes, I will throw Lammy for you. Okay, go get it. Um, I, there's a great sense of satisfaction in that um, to reuse and breathe life into something again. And there may be a nose wrinkled and there may be an eyebrow raised here and there. And I'm not saying tear up the Mona Lisa and use her for uh, collage, um, but I'm saying if you come across things that you think might not be cherished, might not be treasured, might end up in a landfill, might end up in a dump, might end up in the book shredder's hands, maybe, just maybe, it might be okay to give it a second chance, give it a second opportunity to be honored, reused, and put into people's hands again and looked at in a new light. So with that, I leave you with lots of big hugs um, and uh, warm wishes and lots of crafty fun today. You deserve it. Um, make sure you get your dose of fun. It's as important as any vitamin. And for me and Sunny and Holly and the whole gang here, we wish you all the best. And take care. And we'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.